How are you going? Great, thanks. We have Stella here also. Kia ora, Peter. Hello, Stella. Well, what do you think about witchcraft? Dave, what do you think about sorcery? That's my topic for today. I know. Good I wasn't grief. expecting it. <laughs> it's a very intriguing topic because, I mean, we don't hear much in New Zealand about sorcery. And occasionally, it is illegal, you know, to use sorcery against somebody else and there have been occasional cases which have involved this. Like, but I'm sorry, when you say, parts... do you mean it's in, like, the law? Illegal? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I won't. <laughs> that's good to hear. Um, of course, the only form that we usually think it takes is little pin dolls, you know, sticking pins into dolls. Like kind of voodoo and dolls and stuff? That's right, that mm. kind of use of voodoo. But actually... In many societies, it's much, much more widespread than that. And um, it takes different forms in different places. Uh, There's been recent accounts in Papua New Guinea of extraordinary riots and killings in which talk of sorcery has been a critical factor. And I read an account this afternoon of a case in Madagascar where political parties actually were breaking up over the issue of the charge of sorcery. So it can have big implications. Wow. That is incredibly intense. That is very intense. And sort of the tie-in with, obviously, the religious nature of sorcery, are we talking about how in some well, this is it tr- kind of... Actually, this is more tricky than you might think because technically sorcery is not religious. Mm. People, depending, they may have any religious views, but they may still resort to sorcery. And this is sort of calling on a kind of private access to magic, regardless or not of what your religious beliefs may be. Now, of course, people with strict religious beliefs are likely to find sorcery denounced. There's plenty of examples, for example, in the Bible, where sorcery is denounced as very you know, dangerous. But there are plenty of examples of religious people, Christians, um, people from most religions, where they resort to sorcery. And that'll be where they, for various reasons, think they have been affected by sorcery. Mm. And so supposing you were to feel, well, why did that happen to me? And then you think, aha, somebody's got it in for me. And it may conform to a you know a particular type of behavior which is difficult to explain, like he gave me an evil look, and oh. then I felt dreadfully sick. And there's many accounts in Papua New Guinea, for example, of the evil look leading people to believe that there, there's an attempt to um, bring about sorcery. And then what do you do? And probably what you will do is resort to sorcery yourself to kind of, uh, well, I keep wanting to use words like jinx or something like mm. that, to, to deal with that threat. And, you know, surprisingly enough, even in uh, European history, until the 17th or 18th century, sorcery was pretty common. 
uh, charges of it. Uh, somebody did a book on in English history showing of hundreds of cases in the course of a century um, in one in one county of England. I I would have thought sorcery would be dying out today because mm. you would think it was linked to a traditional society, and that when we get ideas of modern medicine, we would you know lose interest in sorcery. But some of these stories seem to come from cultures where there's been a lot of effects of um, you know, modern medicine and the like have come about, and yet still people think they've been in some way subject to witchcraft. What is it about the, the sorcery aspect that is incompatible with religion? I, so you said private magic. What's public magic? I think magic? the first thing is that you're saying that you're using privately the powers that you believe are kind of about the world and um, you're not using prayer to a divinity mm. to bring this about, right. but you're rather using magical techniques. So um, sorcery is believed to arise from just the nature of things and it makes no reference uh, to a higher power. Does mm. that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So more of a connection with the natural world as opposed to some kind of spiritual realm. Yes, indeed. And yep. you may well think, for example, that deaths or sicknesses uh, are, are kind of unexplained. And so you start to explore, could there be human or natural factors? And you don't know about theories of, of modern medicine. And indeed, I mean, I should be careful here because I'm kind of assuming modern medicine um, means that that you don't use sorcery anymore. But quite a lot of people seem to use a combination of modern medicine and sorcery. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely becoming the norm, I would say, in some places. Just for life, um, accepted, I, really. I guess you use whatever works. Yeah. Mm. And um, so that... In the cases in New Zealand, there have been cases where um, Māori uh, in urban areas became fearful that there was some kind of black magic operating on them. And so they took steps to conduct old rituals, um, which ended in the death of people. And that was when the law was brought in. But... The risk is so to accuse somebody of sorcery is a very frightening accusation because you, you really, I mean, how do you disprove that you're a sorcerer? Because what they will do is point to various things that you've done that they can't understand or that they feel threatened by. And no amount of explaining will necessarily get you out of that. Very interesting. And I can imagine that it's not really something that people have been commonly convicted of here in New Zealand. Oh, of, of course not. <laughs> um, and because, I mean, very often, I mean, 
ignore the New Zealand case, but take the cases in Papua New Guinea or the like, actually sorcery accusations can become very public and occasionally under, say, the, when the Australians control Papua New Guinea, um, the Australian authorities would come in and try quite heavy-handedly to identify if people were in fear of sorcery and to uh, bring judgment and punishment and even lock up people who were accused of sorcery. Mm. But the most common thing that would happen um, is that the local village, if they were convinced that there was a sorcerer or a witch amongst them, they might take matters into their own hands and kill the person. Yeah, oh, vigilante Good. justice. What can we say? Uh, yes, well, I, I suppose we would have to say, though, that vigilante justice in this case is because it comes out of fear. And, yes. and so it's, it, you feel as though, who has the next move? If I don't move quickly, then they will bring me down in ways that I can't control. You know, if, if the sorcerer is seen as having the power to bring about the death of somebody without actually directly providing them with some poison, you, you tend to get very nervous in those mm. situations. Yes, that's an existential threat, if I've ever heard one. Um, I didn't catch what you were saying there. I just said it feels like a big existential threat to um, sorcery. Yes, and I wonder how people come to move out of the fear of sorcery. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Because... Yes. <laughs> I no, it's not something that we ever really think about, especially not in our day-to-day, and I feel like... While most of us are pretty used to, you know, ideas associated with religion just because they're more commonplace in our day-to-day lives or the people around us, this isn't really something that we consider very often. So it is quite interesting. One of the texters has um, texted in saying that it's sort of like sorcery is a a way to go straight to the source of power rather than use an intermediary such as a priest or something. Um, yes. Implying that that's or, something that, you know, institutions, religious institutions wouldn't quite like. Yes. Um, it's interesting because occasionally people bring in priests to try and deal oh, with yeah. sorcery. And you can understand that. But it, you think, oh, well, maybe, maybe the religion can deal with this threat. And traditionally um often the even in european history the priests were involved in using techniques mm-hmm. um which sound to us little better than the sorcery they're attacking mm-hmm. when they they used the, the trials of dipping the person in the water and if they drowned they were a witch and uh, if they yes. lived they were not they were not a witch i mean it's a bit of a lose-lose isn't it um uh, yes but there needs to be a way for societies to change. And I mean, I think one of the matters that alarms me is that in some ways witchcraft in uh, developing countries can even surge forward because in areas where there's great poverty and a struggle for food, um, then just about anything will be employed in order to somehow keep safe. Much to consider. Thank you, Peter. 
I hope I didn't that disturb was, you too much with that. No, <laughs> yeah. it's just very interesting to think about because I feel like this a lot of this is stuff that we I honestly hadn't thought about. When you said through the article today, I was like, wow. <laughs> yes, yes. Was yeah, not it expecting is that. Certainly but stuff. thank you. No, it is very, very fascinating. Um, as always, really appreciate you coming on every Monday. We will talk to you next week. Look forward to it. Thank Bye, you. Peter. Thanks, Peter. Oh, oh, oh.